Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a huge fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the film from food and television, and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yes, we are. You did it again, Johnny. Episode 182, baby! I did it again. I'm so sorry. I'm not well. How are you, buddy? How are you doing? I'm all right. We've been off. I'm sorry, listener. I have been uh, ill. I thought I was better, and then I got way worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I do not envy anything. Even the little snippets I've heard about what you've been through the last month, every single thing sounds fucking terrible, and I'm really it's sorry, buddy. It's been harrowing. But you know who I feel worst of all for is the listener and being without True. this podcast. Truly, the the real victim here, the real sufferer, is the listener. I think I said this on a previous podcast, but I, I can get a shingles vaccine eventually. It's I need to follow up on it. It's to be determined whether or not I can get it right away and that you have to be a certain age. But I would pay $200,000 for it. To not have to do this again. Sure. Yeah, sure. You would. It's too bad that previously you've stated that you are anti-vaccine, so uh, you can't that's go back true. on your word now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you'll a, never get any vaccine ever. So that's, I'm a that's monogamous good. vaccine user. I believe in one. <laughs> How are oh, you, James? Oh, buddy. I'm, uh, compared to you, pretty good. I got to be honest. If we're, yes. if we're doing comparisons... I am having the greatest month of my life. It hasn't been that great. It's been dark, and I've been locked inside for a month. But compared to you, I'm flying high, dude. Now compare it to, like, uh, your wife. <laughs> like, how you is compared her month? It to someone? No, 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 no. Like, how is your month compared to hers? We needed, like, a control group here. Oh, I mean, compared to, to an average month, well below average. Okay. Well below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Good yeah. To know. seasonal depression has been a, a constant presence in my life for the last two months. So, mm. yeah, that's yeah. But it's been we're on the upswing. We're doing good. Well, I know a guy who you could compare it to in just a second if you want to introduce our guest. I sure do. Speaking of control groups, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. My my dog is also here. <laughs> he, he's got a mic. Did you guys hear him at all? No, I did not hear oh. a dog. Oh, there, oh now I do. Oh, there he, he goes. That's got OK. It. Yeah. He's mad at something happening outside because he thinks that that's that he can affect it by screaming at yeah, it. Yeah, because dogs in, are stupid. In that way, in that way, he's very much like me. <laughs> <laughs> if that both. hadn't been happening, Johnny, I was gonna come in and do like a sort of a once you pop the fun don't stop shingles thing, sort of sort of a Pringles riff, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. I had a lot of fun uh, uh, shingles Pringles jokes that I was making in my uh, panicking uh, horrible state. <laughs> I like the sour cream and onion. Yeah, uh, yeah, those are the I like mine with lettuce and tomato. <laughs> um, uh, how how are we doing, boys? You know, you know how it goes. How was your you month compared to James? Uh, better, obviously better. Yeah, Way better. I think like, so too. <laughs> coming off the Super Bowl, crazy better. How was oh your Super God. Bowl experience, buddy? <laughs> you take any big hits? I don't want to. S- I don't want to say the amount of money that I'm up after the Super Bowl, but I am. He won seven hundred and fifty dollars. He won. He's a he's a millionaire now. He won seven hundred fifty dollars. I lost all fifty dollars that I bet. I'm against gambling now. I don't think it should ever be done. Uh, <laughs> and I am for it 
as I still long as it happens with minimal knowledge. I really don't understand the mechanism for what you want. You like Johnny, I, squ- I'm baffled by this. You truly have never seen or experienced Super Bowl squares before? Never. That is so bizarre to me. They are such a ubiquitous part of every Super it's Bowl. It's everyone's for me. inroad to Super Bowl betting, yeah. I feel like. Um basically the way it is is you pay a certain amount of money for a box. You don't get anything but the box. Like and at then, the game. Like LeBron where he was listening to the halftime show. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, Johnny. A box, sort of like a package that is delivered to you. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. <laughs> really, it's a square. I should should have said square. square. It is oh, fully okay. two-dimensional. Like what Whoopi Goldberg was square. the center you, of. You pay for a square. Okay. okay. Then, randomly, <laughs> numbers are assigned on the X and Y axis of all these boxes from zero what is it zero to nine right those are the digits i know i know numbers there are 100 squares correct those numbers represent on the top they are say for the rams and on the side they were for the Bengals. okay so your box will come to represent two numbers one number for the rams one number for the Bengals. Right. This this conversation needed to happen on the pod. It, no, it this is it good. No, everyone it, everyone loves this part. Yeah, yeah. This is people people hey, love overwrought explanations of things and that so Joey's most of numbers, them probably know about. Joey's hey guys, numbers you just, haven't you haven't heard us in two weeks. Here we are with a protracted mm-hmm. discussion I'm about just, how I'm gambling truly, works. I truly am baffled how Johnny's never seen Super Bowl squares. It really is. Oh, I agree. It's very strange to me. And I'm but I, Johnny. I, suffice I, to say. Oh, sorry. I am now. What I, this is one of those instances where my my reality is thrown off tilt because now I assume that I'm in the majority and most people know about Super Bowl squares, but this also feels like one of those things where people could weigh in and it's way closer to 50-50 or I'm in the right. minority and it will it will alter my sense of reality. That's why Cowards I'm like early, freaking put a, out about it. Let's put a poll on, on our Instagram yeah. and see. Early call in for correspondence here. Uh Send us your Super Bowl gambling experiences. Are you up? Are you down? Did you play Super Bowl squares? Are you aware of Super Bowl squares? Great. Either way, please let us know, and I can read that on air and make James and Johnny feel stupid in equal measure. So sure. all that to say is that your squares, Joey, just came up super lucky. I got very lucky with my squares. I bought I bought a few of them. Okay. And was able to hit on two of them. Yeah. How many? The how, much, how much was the a square? End, and the end score squares, which are the two big so, winners. Squares were ten dollars a piece, so nice. in all, that's a thousand dollars for a hundred squares. Yeah, great. Uh, so I bought in for fifty and won seven fifty. That's great. That's a real good return on investment. True. I agree, which is something that I now know and understand. Um, I this one experience. The, the My best part about ex- Joe. The best part about Joe's winning is that it was for a party that he did not attend. <laughs> that is Which very everyone good. everyone at a party loves when somebody who's not there wins the, the feature of the party totally yeah uh, I I, i'm had... told that the main person who was executing the squares uh was going to break several furniture items in my <laughs> in my absence that's very fun very nice i signed up because uh, gambling is now legal in new york for a couple services that gave you like sweet promos and i bet on one of them on the Bengals and the other one on the rams so i won but the thing what I won was uh, an intro into an addiction because what they gave you was like five $40 bets that you can only use on the app within the next week. So, <laughs> but in the one I that I had the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I love imagining you going to, you know, eventually winding up at a Gambler's Anonymous meeting 
and uh, and having to say, "Hi, I'm John. I'm a I'm addicted to gambling." Hi, John. Uh, how did you get your start? Well, I got shingles first and foremost, <laughs> <laughs> and then I needed to do something fun to take my mind off the shingles. So I have a horrible gambling addiction now. <laughs> The Super Bowl party that I was at, so I did a four-part parlay that I put $10 on, and it would have won me, I think, like $300 or $400 if uh, Cooper Cup got a touchdown, Odell Beckham got a touchdown, Cup got over 60 yards uh, receiving yards, receiving. and then Joe Burrow ran for over 11 and a half yards. And all of those things happened except for Joe Burrow running for 11 and a half yards. And my entire Super Bowl party was only cheering for Joe Burrow to run. <laughs> so it was a very yeah. fun way to watch yeah. the game jo- yeah johnny i had a similar parlay that also hinged very very crucially on joe burrow running for 11 yards and you and i both realized or at least i realized i had never seen joe burrow run before and the first time you I know saw what him, no one has yeah i, I saw him <laughs> all he needed was 11 yards and at one point he had like six and seeing him run for those six yards i knew he was never gonna get to yeah he, it, it, it yeah. was three yards that he ran for it just took him the amount of time that someone else would run six <laughs> yards it was bad. It was and then really he hurt bad. his and then he hurt his leg, and you're like, "Oh, this is done. Yeah, this is over. This never had a chance." He but it had was a fun. Season lo- he had a season high of 25, but he had rushed for 11 yards three separate times. Yeah, that was the riskiest so, part of my bet. Yeah. But you know, did um did we eat any fun foods during the Splendor Bowl? Oh, did we? Yes, uh, my affianced made uh delicious swedish meatballs uh and also buffalo ring buffalo chicken ring buffalo ring yeah, so Joe, you, you can't just the, you can't just say that like people is that like that super is. bowl squares no, no, that no. everyone knows no, I, no I, super I, bowl squares super bowl squares is much more ubiquitous than buffalo ring you can't just throw out no, buffalo here's the thing. ring like that like i'm done grasp that <laughs> I'm done speaking. Your turn. <laughs> All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will not be expounding on Buffalo yeah, Ring. Right. Buffalo Ring was also made. There were also jalapeno poppers, crabbies by your boy. And uh, yeah. we were going to have pretzels, but we got too full. Jalapeno <laughs> Ring sounds like one of those, like, uh, when you had to, like, create your rap name and they just put two things together. It's like, all right, put a flavor and then a shape. <laughs> yes. I would be. I would refer to myself as Jay Peno, and uh, <laughs> I would get a lot of, I would get a lot of uh, traction off that. <laughs> Uh, uh, buffalo ring, Johnny, is you take buffalo chicken dip and you put it in a ring of crescent rolls. Excellent. That sounds delicious. Yeah. It's, uh, it's flames. The party I was at, the guy, we showed up and, you know, there were the usual chips and dicks. Someone bought a K- KFC bucket, which was fun. Uh, and then Hell he said yes. he was going to make chopped cheese sliders. And I said, have you ever seen a little show called Binging with Babish? And he goes, that's where I got the idea from. And then I didn't tell him that we had a podcast. <laughs> Forever as, defying anyone to listen. No, no. Johnny is a hundred percent correct. Even if our podcast comes up organically, that is a perfect organic way to tell <laughs> someone about our podcast. It should never be mentioned. It should never yeah. be talked about by us. I think all content creation should come with a uh, with a measure of shame that that abhors you. Correct. To promote it, if you create, if you create a piece of content you personally should never be allowed to discuss it ever it should only be ever be allowed to be discussed by third parties and dear listener <laughs> hear that coming from three people who are very unsuccessful with it so correct correct yeah, yeah, yeah. the caveat as always is that we are not successful in creating content 
is that what is what is that is that brutalism is that fatalism what mode of art are we doing by not promoting the thing that we make <laughs> there's a dash of nihilism in there it's like nothing matters yeah. why, why are we doing this <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. There, uh, yeah nihilism is the best ism i think that we have for this <laughs> well um any other any fun cooking adventures we've had over the last few weeks you've made anything good have you uh laid in bed writhing in pain or anything like that <laughs> I was actually cooking while writhing in bed. It's funny you should mention. Uh, I did. I I am continuing my quest to make um, twelve new recipes this year. In addition to just generally taking on more uh, of a workload in the kitchen, which has been fun. Uh, I made lasagna Ooh. this past weekend uh, with uh, three different meats. Uh, the usual amount of noodles and uh, a delicious <laughs> sauce. The whole entire recipe came from uh, James's wife's family. Uh, James, can I give away the thing? Is that allowed? Yeah, I've discussed it uh, on here, haven't I? I you have. probably instead of, instead of ricotta, it's American cheese. Yeah, there's an American cheese layer in there, which and it's it's perfect. I, so we, much better. We both came to the realization that ricotta kind of blows. Ricotta stinks, dude. Stinks. <laughs> It's the Eli Apple of cheeses. American cheese hits so out of its weight class it in really so does. many ways. Well, the chopped cheese really we had last night, oh, better because of American cheese. It was created yes. in a lab. It's not cheese. That's why. It's like specifically created to hit. It's like, it's like the steroids era of baseball, but for cheese. Right. Like It's made That's to right. be delicious. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it, we have... It's, it's a, Ken Griffey Jr. cheddars, and then Sammy Sosa walks up with this huge American cheese neck. It's like, yeah, obviously that's going to (laughs) be better. Yeah, obviously this is going to be so much better. (laughs) It is. It it is. It lives up to its name. In it, 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 nothing is more American than than a synthesized trash delight. Correct. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, Um, Johnny, did you? uh, Sorry, James. I guess I was going to transition, but I realized Johnny had had never. I was going to attempt to transition, even though I'm not the transition guy. I, I just assume Johnny hasn't cooked anything because Johnny's been curled up in bed in a dark room for. No, but what, may th- I bring. Instead of food, may I bring your attention to what if you closed your eyes and your right eye felt like there was a worm crawling around in it that prevented you from going to sleep? Similar? Similar. <laughs> Um, Ooh, that's how that sounds like you're cooking up a nightmare, John. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was it was hell on earth. Uh, but <laughs> I'm feeling better a little bit, and I'm making uh, Emily uh, dinner tonight for a little bit Valentine's Day, but a little bit just cooking her a nice dinner. And I'm, I have some duck breast going in the sous vide cooker, and then I'm going to make some roast potatoes and some asparagus, uh, yes. which I'm very excited about. That does all sound lovely. Ooh, it, can I also bring up a, a different non me cooking food adventure? You may not. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 please do. Uh, um, uh, for Amanda's birthday, I got her and I, <laughs> I, I went, but I got her a date night to the River Cafe, uh, in Dumbo, and that shit was fucking delicious. Wow. What'd you get? I got a sea bass, that was incredible, and had came with like a little lobster croquette. Uh. The, uh, the appetizer was a tortelloni. Tortelloni, not no, tortellini. Ju- no, they're... Joe, it's pronounced tortellini. Because they're giant. So these are these are sort of like tortellini. <laughs> we got 
it was like a jowly tortellini. Yeah, yeah. Quickly, and can you do a scene for us where a tortellini and a tortelloni have a conversation about baseball? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Who's playing in this game? It's the Mets versus the Dodgers. <laughs> Perfect. And see, I, I, I run around I, now I, and I the scene's over. I don't care much for either of those teams. Me neither. I just got money on the thing. <laughs> That's the tortellini with a gambling problem. Uh, <laughs> Um, and that came with the crispiest bacon, the thinnest, crispiest, most delicious bacon that I've ever eaten. Uh, and then there's special dessert. There's like a Brooklyn bridge made out of chocolate. So I had that too. That's very fun. Yes. And I also got loaded off of some old fashions that were stronger than they looked. (laughs) (laughs) The old fashioned will do that to you. That will do it It to you. Wound up with about a two-day hangover because I have not been drinking lately, and that was a rough re-entry into the pool. <laughs> uh, on I, I forgot that I, this as well. On Saturday night, when I started to feel better, we made reservations at this restaurant that's like a block and a half away from us called Oxalis. They have one Michelin star, and it's like, I realized while I was there, one of my favorite things in the world is having a waiter put a plate down, tell me what's on the plate, and then tell me how to eat what's on the plate. That's my favorite thing in the world. It's so it pretentious really and it makes me so deeply happy. Yeah, Johnny, I looked yeah. at I looked you mentioned that you were going there and I looked it up and of the there were like six pictures of food, like five of them, I genuinely was like, I have no idea how to even approach this. One looked like just flower petals and I was like, How do you even eat this? What is this? Yeah. It's a lot of bubbles, a lot of foams, yeah, and and cremes. I'm also just looking at it right now. It does it. it I lo- they did that for Amanda got the steak tartare at this place and they bring it over and it was like the fanciest table side guac that I've ever yeah. seen because he had like all the cornichons <laughs> and sauces oh, on the I side and and then he started like chopping it up and like smoothening it and like you just, like doing Joe, masonry. You just keep trying to reach your hand in there while he's chopping it up and you keep <laughs> yeah. like he keeps... yeah like like that giant loom from the movie Wanted or a different reference but... <laughs> no 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 no. no. <laughs> A perfect timely reference. <laughs> do, do, do you guys? Do you guys ever see that movie? Oh yeah. No. It's like it's like a bad movie, but it was like an FX movie from two thousand like I don't know whatever it came out to two thousand eleven. Watched it a lot. It's about a it's about a sentient loom that tells people to be <laughs> murdered. <laughs> yeah. The reveal. The <laughs> spoiler alert, by the way. The reveal is the least oh. fun part of the movie. Everything else about it is great. Twenty stars. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I love uh, it. What'd you get at Oxalis, Johnny? Uh, I mean, it was a it was a tasting menu, so it was they just brought you stuff and you didn't have to think about it. We weren't dr- <laughs> I wasn't drinking because of the medication I'm on and I'm still like recovering. Uh, okay. And I don't think they have that happen like ever. So like halfway through, they brought like complimentary like they brought two glasses. They're like, for this course, we'd love for you to have the wine pairing. Is there any reason you wouldn't want alcohol? I'm like, here's the deal. Are you familiar <laughs> with shingles? I'm, I'm like, I, I'm like, I said, I'm like, I'm getting over an illness. And they went, okay. I'm like, oh, I wonder if they think that's COVID. And after they came back, I'm like, just so you know, it's not COVID. It's shingles. Uh, so they gave Honestly, me Honestly, that makes it, that makes it sound so much more like it's COVID. That you panicked, <laughs> you panicked and were like, oh, I got to think of a disease that that's not COVID. They go back to the kitchen. Yeah, this guy's saying he has a disease from 14 centuries ago or something. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's got polio or another thing that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, so they gave us like a free round of like drinks, but I had like a non-alcoholic cider that tasted kind of like wine. That was really good. But the food was awesome. They some of the highlights were. 
they bake their own bread, like their own little roll of sourdough that was served with cultured butter and then like a caramel sauce that was really good. Oh my god. Is that uh, like butter wearing a monocle? I've made that joke before on here. I know yeah, it. That's right. Uh <laughs> My my two favorite. There were like a couple favorites. One of them was uh, they had like this razor clam dish that was served with just like a really good sauce. It was just like really interesting. I'd never tasted anything like it. Uh, and then they had a duck breast and a duck leg that were cooked like two different ways. They had this dessert that was like a deconstructed creamsicle that was really good. <laughs> uh, and then there was That's a course that was like. There was like sunchoke risotto with like black truffles on them. That was really good. But it was just like, oh hell yeah, like a pretentious fun meal to just like sit there and have them bring me food all night after I'd gone through a hard disease. <laughs> sure. Uh, and speaking of, I mean, razor clams. Call me when it's a Mach Five clam, okay, uh, folks. In this instance, sort of picture a clam that Boo. can shave your beard Boo. very close. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> An alt for that one would be uh, if it's like a clam that fold that it folds and it makes itself into like a cool cell phone. The alt was somehow not better, not worse, but adjacent. <laughs> I, so I, I just want to give you options. That's all I want. Thank you so much. I want consistent. Oh my god. <laughs> consistent options. I, I hate you so much, <laughs> buddy. Well, imagine what it's like in my head. I'm the one who's sifting through it, and that's what's getting out. <laughs> In that spirit, let's talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Benching with Babish, where this week we're taking a look at the Caprese salad from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, Let's Go Eat Some Italian Food. Now, this is a rather simple Italian dish, and as such, it requires really high-quality ingredients, tomatoes and mozzarella. You could, of course, buy fresh mozzarella, but uh, let's make our own. <laughs> well, it all started when I was a baby. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever I've never heard of the Jojo's? show. Have you guys? Um, I thought I had heard of it, and then when we saw it, it turned out to be anime, which, as we know, <laughs> is a cartoon. Did you did you think it was that jo the other JoJo, the Nazi one? No, I thought it was a uh, JoJo of uh, Too Little, Too Late. That singer, <laughs> right? Yeah, I thought it was JoJo Siwa, current Nickelodeon star, and uh, I think we all had a fun riff just there. I think we all did great. <laughs> There really are multiple JoJo's. Uh, this is an anime thing. Uh, so us, we are uh, qualified. Yeah. It look it looks it looks cool. Looks like a, probably an interesting thing. Should we all get together one day and just watch a bunch of anime and see if it takes? No. I would love that. I would we have I don't two wildly do that. different I have no desire there. to do that. I there are so many things I would rather do with you guys hanging out. We are we are in our 30s. Getting together as a group of dudes doesn't happen that often. I don't want to throw that away on a That's on a fair. day of anime. Yeah, you it don't want to make that be... a pizza Sunday. No, actually, not. I would so much rather do a pizza Sunday than, than right. Well, if we're because if we're gonna do a pizza Sunday, we're gonna watch Oh Brother Where Art Thou or something similar. Correct. We're not gonna watch obviously. Have getting together with your buds in your thirties is not about having a new experience. It's about reminiscing about a past. Correct. Experience it's about together. trying to live up to old experiences. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just constant high jumps where your new memories can't break the record of your old memories. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> I do also think that having shingles has altered something in my mind of like, no, no, no. Be grateful just for the base level 
and you don't ever need to go above that. So like at this Super Bowl <laughs> party, I'm not drinking yet because I'm trying to like fully recover. And in my mind, it's sure. like, no, 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 no. Don't push yourself. Be happy with this. <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> like that's going to be the rest of my life. Dude, Enlightened yeah. Johnny is the best thing to come out of this because we. <laughs> this is this is the second peak of Enlightened Johnny I've seen. The other, the other was like two weeks ago. I was at the Costco parking lot in Brooklyn, and I, I was like having a brain aneurysm. And I was texting you guys about it and, and expecting commiseration responses. And I got one from Joe. And then, John, John you, you responded with just, like, the most even keel, like, seeing through the bullshit response. And, like, genuinely, you could go there. Having gone through what you've gone through, I could see you just going there and floating around like the Buddha or something. Just, like, legs <laughs> crossed, being able to handle anything. This is – I love it. I love new – I love new Johnny, new peaceful Zen Johnny. I hope that Let's it. See. What you, <laughs> you said, uh, you said, boys, if you're looking for a true Olympic level test of your emotional strength and patience, I can't recommend enough Costco on a Saturday afternoon. And then Johnny said, I'm actually feeling tapped out on emotional strength and patience. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> a brief discussion of rotisserie chickens. I said that, uh, dude, that Costco is espe- especially is a fucking nut house. And there's nothing else we want to say on the game. <laughs> no, I asked if you, I asked if you got a rotisserie chicken and you never answered me. <laughs> I did not get the rotisserie chicken. It wasn't. I need to have rotisserie chicken. If I get a rotisserie chicken, I need to be eating it within ten, 10 to fifteen minutes. I can't like get it and then. <laughs> or and what this was happens? Not a, this was not a. I'm going to be out of here in ten to fifteen minutes. What did you say? I said or what said, happens? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I won't be happy with the rotisserie oh, okay. chicken. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I like James. James is like a joy Hulk. I won't be happy, and you won't like me when I won't Correct. be happy. <laughs> you said I've uh, when I in my ill state, I was I listened to a lot of podcasts because I couldn't watch stuff, and I listened to a uh, friend of the pod. Eric Schmidt has a podcast, and he had another friend of the pod, Dino DiMartino, on, and Dino was telling about how he used to be a heroin addict, and your language yeah. there reminded me of how he was talking about. It was like, well, I needed to have that, or I would go into withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, food very much fills many of the roles that, that heroin, heroin does. does. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, speaking of food like heroin, uh, if you're... Caprese uh, salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever but you needed a caprese salad so bad that you've just uh, murdered someone? Right. That you broke into your grandma's house and stole her jewels? Um, <laughs> a caprese salad, uh, delightful. But I would never... Uh, go out of my way for one i don't think i would love to I, I make yeah i love a caprese salad it's a wonderful especially in the summer oh man refreshing what a perfect summer delicious uh yeah it's just a delicious meal i know joe's gonna come in here and talk shit because he hates tomatoes because he's an uncultured piece of shit um, i was gonna say I, I love half of a caprese salad <laughs> specifically the upper half <laughs> what's interesting is he made this uh this recipe came out in april so tomatoes weren't in season yet i feel like a caprese salad hinges on the tomatoes being good correct it does i mean the tomato he had seemed to be pretty in season. good that was a that was a perfect looking tomato um yeah there is nothing worse than, than getting a caprese salad and the t- it's just a bad tomato and you're like all right what, what are we doing here yeah. This is yeah, um, and I wish this cheese was part of a pizza or something else. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, will the, say this: this whole video just reinforced what I already knew. In that, cheese is insane, and people who the first people to ever eat cheese were out of their fucking minds. 
right. it's the process of it, it feels like the most insane accident that we kept doing yeah I, I don't i don't understand it the amount of steps he had to go through to make rotted milk it's basically like expired milk uh palatable is crazy and like no one has ever done this better than uh joe man did you guys ever see joe mandy's stand a bit about cheese i think so i don't it's, think so oh my god i'll send it to you it's a perfect perfect encapsulation of like how insane the first person who ever discovered cheese had to have been and it, like they were they definitely were banished from whatever society <laughs> they're in because this was so gross but also fascinating to see him make it because i'd never seen the process like done up close like that yeah the bulk of this episode is babish making my homemade mozzarella cheese uh and the only thing i could think throughout the whole thing was uh i'm never gonna do this <laughs> it, yeah. it was it was a perfect like it was the anti bread because bread is bread is boring and process oriented and and time consuming making cheese while also time consuming is like fascinating and gross and weird and i don't know it just i was so much more fascinating by the making of cheese than of bread agreed but also yeah it was very interesting might- i I did find it very interesting that he doesn't comment on the taste of it ever. He doesn't ever say this was great or I did a really good job. Like so, I wonder if he's like, mm-hmm. and he, he doesn't he doesn't say anything to the effect of this was worth doing. You should do this at home. He doesn't say this wasn't worth doing. You should buy it, which he does sometimes does. Because I think he would probably get torn apart by the Italians who hated his uh, everything. What's it they, called? Carbonara. Yeah, they hated his carbonara, so they're probably gonna, you know make fun of him for not being from the Babashino family in, uh, you know, in Sicily and then, uh, et cetera, and proceed. I also when I, in my time listening to friend of the pot, Eric Schmidt's podcast, he had Pauly G of Pauly G's pizza on there. And Pauly G, uh, went to like, uh, pizza Bianco in Arizona, which is like, like a <coughs> respected pizza place. And they make their own mozzarella. And he asked them like, if he should do that at his pizza place. And they said, the only reason we make our own mozzarella is we can't get a good mozzarella in Arizona. You're in New York. You can get good mozzarella. Don't waste your time making your own. <laughs> so I think that's... that's I, I love it. Except they make their own mozzarella at DeFonti's, the sandwich shop by us, and it's fucking incredible. Yeah, if you know how to make mozzarella and you do it well, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Uh, right. But, yeah, the kind uh, of the, the effort to where you can purvey it. He, he there was it was interesting the uh, part of it was he said i can't remember which part of the process but he said if you do something too much or too little i think it's if you heat it up too much you'll get squeaky cheese i, I think that's very that. fun you ever had a squeaky cheese like a cheese curd from the midwest oh yeah love is i love a squeaky cheese every now and then you know mix it I up i don't mind a squeaky cheese yeah love a squeaky cheese um, um, any other God. thoughts from this ep? The the caprese salad he makes is just very basic: mozzarella, tomato, a little bit of basil, makes a little dressing. Looks great. I did the 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 dressing did interest me. The older I get, the more I'm like, I think I want anchovies and things. I love an anchovy. <laughs> yeah, I've never. The thing is, like, I don't. I've never made anything with anchovies, and I've never had like an an an, an anchovy. But I'm every time I'm like, I think I would like that. That looks delicious. I'm sure it's the reason that, you like Caesar dressing so much. For sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, why'd they kill that guy? <laughs> uh, I think one thing that this Ooh, sparks for me upon was... Us not too long from now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was I, I could not think of the Little Miss Muffet sat in her tuffet eating her curds and whey. 
just in seeing, and I know I've seen it before, but in just looking at a bowl of curds and a bowl of whey, what a fucking weirdo. That's what I'm telling you, Ugh. dude. The people who eat cheese are weird. They're the weirdest people. <laughs> no, no, no. Muffet, cheese, get her out of here. Eat, no, eating cheese, eating the final product is one thing. Eating the middle part, eating the curds and whey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're eating just a raw, uncooked pizza. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just goopy bullshit that you're clawing up into your mouth. Just hot goopy bullshit. <laughs> little, 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 no, it's not even hot. It's just sitting out raw dough, little smuffet sitting on her tuffet, eating just gloppy, gloopy, <laughs> bullshitty meat lovers pizza. She's gonna get botulism, that's for sure. <laughs> that's how the poem ends. That's how the the, the, the rhyme ends. <laughs> we should update all those old ones. <laughs> Shatter herself to death. She didn't get enough. She didn't have enough citrus in her system. She got scurvy from eating a raw pizza. <laughs> anyway, oh, God. I also love the that um, the caprese salad is festooned with basil because you guys know me. If I'm on a festoon, I'm probably gonna use some basil. If when I get to festooning, <laughs> I will say I've had a lot of caprese salads that have too much basil on them. Like relax with the basil. You're not the star of the show, Basil. Okay, you're here. No. You're a supporting role. You need to know. You need to know where you belong. You know. I've had some where it's like every piece of tomato and mozzarella gets one giant piece of basil, and it's like, oh, no, I'm all for that. I'm no, for it that, doesn't baby. need it. It's too yeah. much. No, I love a basil. Basil can be. Basil can step in and really, you know, <laughs> chew up some scenery. <laughs> it does, dude. It's like, all right, God. Those. What was my one one of my favorite parts of Frank's old bit about making his about Italians and their mother's sauce? It's like just an Italian who is like even keeled about their mama's sauce. Like it's good. Sometimes she uses a little too much basil, and then you're like, "Hey, ma, easy on the basil." And they're like, "Oh, hey, there's a middle ground here. There's there's no basil in here anymore." <laughs> anyway. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. Oh, too shit. early? Did we do it too early? I don't know. I felt like we were. I felt like it was a natural. Wow, John, hey, did you we're have two one? weeks out of practice. No, I thought that was great. I think that I think James knew it. I think he yeah, nailed it. I, I, it felt I like it. a natural ending. But somebody started saying something, and I didn't know if I uh, jumped the gun there. Guys, there it is. <laughs> if you like the <laughs> podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we are at Cab with Bab. On Twitter, we're Gambling with Babish. On Instagram, if you want to send us emails for either questions, comments, queries, concerns, please send those to gamblingwithbabish at gmail.com. Uh, hopefully, we're back now. Hopefully, we're all healthy and we'll keep I going. I hope so. I really hope so. We're knocking on wood. <laughs> I, we're all knocking on wood. I, uh, I will. I'm probably going to go and get like Ebola or something after this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Love you, boys.